Hello, and welcome to Light Above Solitude, a podcast for the multifaceted soul. I'm your host, Kalia, aka the Spiritual Dog Mom. Light Above Solitude illuminates your path to self-discovery and growth on a soul level through mindset, holistic health, intentional living, and the exploration of elements and tools used in modern spirituality. I'm an unapologetic dog mom who's obsessed with growth and the magical synchronicities of life. I love helping women who feel stuck playing small discover their natural talents and abilities so that they can gain confidence, find purpose, and live a joyful, soul-aligned life. Throughout this podcast, I will be inviting guests to chat on their expertise, as well as provide some thoughts of inspiration on being a dog mom. Because truth be told, the dogs in our lives are truly spiritual creatures. Animals have helped me along every step of my journey, from the dark side of depression into the light of alignment. And I'm ready to guide you out of solitude and into the light of hope, love, and freedom. So make sure you stay connected at lightabovesolitude.com. All right, time to get lit. Hey, 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 welcome to another beautiful week here at Light Above Solitude. As you may have noticed, there's been a few changes. We have a brand new intro. First off, I want to completely thank each and every one of you for listening to my podcast and for joining me along on this ride. My personality type needs um, to try things hands-on, and as you know, this podcast has been a bit of a zone of discovery for me since we have started, but I have finally figured out my mission and what I want to do here, and that needed a new intro. As some of you know, I am the owner of Front Seat Rider. Front Seat Rider has been my baby, my my passion project for the last a uh, little over three years now. This mission is really important to me. I want to make an impact on the lives of thousands of dog moms who have dealt with depression. And it's taken me a lot of time to ponder whether or not I wanted to integrate this podcast with my business. And I went back and forth, back and forth. I've even had a few of you reach out and share your views about it, which I'm so, so thankful for. And after chatting with a handful of you guys and diving deep into reevaluating what I stand for and what I want this podcast to stand for, I decided to go forward and share more of my experiences being a dog mom and a pet panora because that's been such a huge chapter in my life. And... Nothing is really going to change on this podcast except for the fact that you'll be hearing more about my experiences with animals in my life and how they've impacted and really aided on my personal development and my my spiritual journey. So because Light Above Solitude stands for people accepting every aspect of themselves and the fact that animals have been the backbone to my growth story, it felt really unaligned to proceed with this new chapter and this new mission without them. So, that being said, I hope you dig the new vibes. You will also notice that I changed my Instagram handle. I am now at the Spiritual Dog Mom, so you can find me there. And wait till the end of this episode for a special announcement on what else has entered the Light Above Solitude world. So, let's hop into the meat and or potatoes if you're (laughs) plant-based 
of today's episode. Today I want to talk to you about the importance of community and how community has helped me along in my journey. So right now we're living in a super connected world but yet we are severely disconnected in so many ways. And I think that last year's pandemic has really driven that fact home for me. Zoom calls, Skype calls, FaceTime, all the things. And and yet we still have this disconnection causing so many mental health issues and rips in the world. And I've just been thinking about this. It also played in the fact that You know, we had all this extra time at home, and we really had to think about what are the important relationships in our life? What are the, you know, core values or basic beliefs I hold for my life? And each one of us, in our own way, on our own journey, had to reevaluate these things. And some of you adopted new animals. There was a high spike in animal adoptions over this last year, which is phenomenal. And welcome to the fur family. <laughs> but this this idea that we're we're so connected, we're more connected than we ever have been. And you know, we can pick up the phone, we can call anyone on the earth, we can <laughs> we can zoom call internationally, like all the things. And yet we are so disconnected. It's this odd paradigm that I've been toiling with. So I've been dabbling in astrology, and I've also come to realize that my personal birth chart, my son, is in the seventh house of relationships. Now, I don't know much about astrology. I'm still learning, but one of the big, big lessons I have to learn in my life is how to hold truth to myself as an individual within the relationships in my life. So how do I find myself and keep my identity and still be in relationship. I've seen this play out in many patterns in my life. I've always lost and assimilated. I've lost myself, my identity in relationships, and I've assimilated to the relationships in my life or the people in my life. And I've also seen this aspect in the animals in my life. So when the human relationships haven't worked out in my favor, or I didn't ever feel safe to be my complete, authentic, genuine self in a relationship, I would find that in animals, in all the animals in my life. We all know that animals give us unconditional love. Once we have that bond and we have that that relationship with them, you do feel safe and you do feel heard and seen and loved, and you're able to be yourself around them. And that has been you know, the guiding light in my life and my relationships when I wasn't able to find myself and keep my identity in my human relationships, whether that be romantic or family or, you know, friendships, I would find that skill in my animal relationships. And like I said, that's only been proven for many of us as this pandemic has happened because the spike in animal adoptions was so high. And I know it's because we have all been taking the time to figure out what really, what really truly resonates with us, what we really truly need in this life. And it is to have those heartfelt connections. And the animals in our lives do that for us. They give us unconditional love we we need, we crave. They give us this sense of being seen and heard and and just loved that we haven't been able to get from other people. 
especially during the pandemic when we weren't able to travel or visit or see the see your loved ones face to face. For me, I am an introvert and so I tend to avoid these uh, superficial or surface level connections and I've always thought to myself that I just really suck at small talk. Like I suck at the little day-to-day mundane conversations that most people have and I feel like I've come to the conclusion that it's not the fact that I'm not good at or I don't like those surface level connections or the small talk. I just don't like being forced or having those disingenuous encounters because it's far more important to me to hear about how you're truly feeling and how you're truly doing in your life than it is to hear about the weather outside. So that being said, I don't necessarily think that it's because I don't like those small talk interactions. I'm not looking for the surface level connections. I am looking for those deeper, meaningful, soul level connections. Like tell me something that you're really passionate about or tell me something that lights you up. Those conversations are what have my heart and those conversations are the things that I think we're all craving. We're all looking for those deeper connections. Dogs and animals in general come to us on such a level that's just raw. They're not hiding behind their job, their career, their title, their whatever they want to, you know, hide behind. They come to you and they say, hey, dude, I'm hungry. I want a treat. Hey, I want to go outside. Hey, I just want to spend time with you and play with you. They're very deep, deep cut to the chase. What do you really desire in your life conversations? And they just so happen to be, you know, dogs are motivated by food and interaction, those playful encounters and things like that, those are the things that are truly meaningful to them. Very, very simple, spiritual, connected creatures. So I think I've talked about this before, but I want to bring up the topic um, that Brene Brown has taught me on belonging versus fitting in. And this was one of those like mind-blowing moments. And that's why I think I bring it up often is because I think everyone should really think about this and how it applies to their life. I believe that we're all trying to fit in. Like one of the biggest desires for every human on earth is to have community, is to find a place they're belonging. But to do that, I feel like we assimilate and we lose our identities like what I was talking about. I find I found in my birth chart that this is a skill that I really need to work on in my life. But I feel like a, a lot of us have this problem. We lose our identity in our relationships and we try to start fitting in with the people around us, especially when in our teens when we're trying to find our identity to begin with, if we're unsure of that at that time. But we follow the in crowd or we follow the this crowd or the that crowd and we start becoming like that crowd and less like ourselves. We just kind of go with the flow and we start assimilating, which is natural and, and fine. But there comes to a point where you have to be able to go back and soul search and figure out what's really meaningful to you. So it was really interesting hearing Brene Brown's take on belonging versus fitting in. We're all trying to fit in and therefore... In my opinion, we're all 
you know, wearing masks and being fake. And so if we're all being fake, how is anyone ever getting to learn any about anybody or making any genuine connections or any heartfelt connections when we don't even know what how to connect to ourselves? So fitting in is that assimilation, that process where we're wearing the masks and we're just trying to, you know, fit into that group. Whereas belonging means that we actually belong there. We don't have to do anything special. We don't have to assimilate. We don't have to be like the next person. We just have to be us. We are loved and we belong in a community because those people accept us exactly the way we are. We feel comfortable and safe enough to be the person that we want to be. And that should be the goal. The goal should not be to try to mask yourself and to pretend that you're someone you're not just to be loved. The goal is to be you because you are loved. You are lovable. There are so many, so many people in life that get stuck staying in this phase. Like it's a natural phase to go through. We all go through it, but don't get stuck there. Don't get stuck thinking that you're not lovable or that you can't be of value to anybody because you are. Each one of us has our own special, unique ability. And if you're trying to be like somebody else and their abilities and their, you know, in their likeness, then you're doing everyone a disservice because that's not your zone of genius. That's not what you're appointed to do. So therefore, you're not showing people your gifts and abilities, and that's robbing them of the experience, the wholehearted experience of you as a human being, but it's also robbing yourself of experiencing the fact that you have such power, intelligence, and wisdom and skills within you. If you don't know how powerful you are because you've never placed yourself in that situation, it's a disservice to everyone around you. So when we find a place that we truly belong, a place that we are truly accepted, we find more comfort and more respect for ourselves, which is a really hard lesson to learn and something that I took with a grain of salt because I was so lost. There were so many years in my life that I couldn't tell you who I was outside of my name. I couldn't tell you, you know, what my hobbies were, what I liked because I was too busy figuring out what the other people in my life like, what the other people are interested so that I could learn those things so that I could somehow be interesting to that person, whether it was a boyfriend or a friend or a colleague. I I never took the time to figure out myself, to figure out what lit me up. And I'll tell you one thing. One big, big thing I learned about this as it showed up in my romantic relationships. Opposites do attract. Now, if you're being your yourself and you attract somebody else, they're seeing qualities in you that they admire. And if you get into that relationship and you start becoming the other person. You start losing your identity and becoming that other person because you think that's how you can fit in, how you can be a more cohesive unit. What's really happening is you become them, right? I lost my identity. I became the people I dated. If you're becoming them, nobody wants to date themselves. I already know, 
you know, if, if I'm, if I'm secure in my identity and the person I'm dating starts becoming me, I already know me. I don't want to date me. I want to date the person that I saw, that I fell for, that I was attracted to because they held qualities that I don't personally have. They compliment me. I don't want to say they complete me because that's kind of a phrase that I'm not too fond of because I think everyone is complete in their own way. They just have to know how to unlock and how to possess that completion in their own terms. Even if you don't feel complete, like I wasn't complete when I was being like all the relationships around me, but I am complete. I wasn't acting like it. So I don't believe that other people complete you. I believe that you are complete by yourself, but other people can definitely compliment you. You can come together and play off of each other's strengths and weaknesses If you know, like, (laughs) stupid, stupid example, my partner loves and is really good at doing the dishes, I hate the dishes, whereas I am really good at and enjoy doing laundry, and he hates laundry. Perfect compliment. (laughs) Right down to, like, stupid nitty-gritty stuff, but, like, on a soul level, if you find those things that really complement each other, that's how you know you, you belong, You're able to be yourself. You're accepted. And not only are you accepted and loved for being yourself, you compliment and you bring up the whole community as a whole. As we're talking about community, dogs and people are like, are both pack creatures. We both thrive on connections. And like I said before, even those people who are introverted like me, it's not that we don't like connections, it's that we don't like those superficial disingenuous encounters. Or like me, some people don't like being forced into a situation where they have to connect with other people. And being a pack animal for us stems from the the days of tribes. Like we all needed everyone in the tribe to like and accept us because our safety, our food, our shelter all depended on this tribe where everyone had their own set of unique skills and abilities and it made the whole tribe and community work. It complemented off of one another and it made a cohesive unit so that the community would thrive and grow together. Some other benefits of having community and socialization is there's been studies and studies done that just community alone in a person's life can better your memory, better your cognition, better your mental health, and even longevity of life. You can literally live longer when you're in a community that you're engaged, thriving, and belonging in. You're not fitting in. You're belonging there. You are your true authentic self, no strings attached, belonging in this community. When we find that place where we actually belong, there's a level of support and encouragement that you get that is unlike anything else. You're able to move beyond that small talk and feel safe to actually express your views. You're able to find out through other people who who have their views and opinions, who have their unique experiences in life and their paradigms that they've held throughout their, their lives, to be able to actually come together 
and riff off each other and start learning. If you have been like me and you've been stuck in relationships where you've lost your identity, situations where you've lost your identity, if you come into a place and find a community where you belong and you're able to riff off one another in a safe environment and not be put down because, you know, people aren't accepting of you, if you find that environment where you're able to riff off of one another, then you're able to explore yourself even deeper because you have these paradigms from other people and other experiences that they've gone through that have colored and filtered their life and the lessons they've learned. Therefore, you can have this deeper experience with your soul searching in a safe place because they love you and accept you no matter what you say or do. You're able to learn about other people's strengths and weaknesses. And in a soul-aligned community, everyone grows and encourages each other for their own unique skills. The whole community gains and lifts each other on this journey. For me in my personal life, finding the, the community of dog lovers I did when I started my business made all the difference for me. Like I said, I was introverted. I, I stood off on my own. I, I had made connections, but I would say my friend group was quality over quantity for sure. When I started this business, I didn't realize how much I was going to gain from this. All I wanted to do was talk about dogs and how they played on my mental health and help other people that went through the same things as me. But finding the community I did made it safe enough for me to feel that I could explore myself, that I could really take a deep dive into my soul's desires because they already accepted me for who I was. I already belonged in this group. I truly believe that if I wasn't able to find the group of people that I belonged with in this dog community, that I wouldn't ever have found the time to really lean into that space of self-exploration and feed off one another and their strengths, their abilities, their views in an accepting environment. Because if I didn't belong, if I was just trying to fit in and nobody knew who I really was and, and nobody really cared because it's all superficial encounters, then I would be spending all my time trying to keep up with the topics of the small talk or, you know, how the weather's going, what's in the news, and and these facades that we put up. And I'm not saying small talk is bad. Small talk is very important. But if that's all that it is, if you're stuck in a situation where you can't go deeper into a connection, then, then you'll have to evaluate whether that connection is really for you or not. Or how to deepen that connection. Maybe the other person feels the same way and it just takes one of you to break the chain and be like, hey, let's talk about something that's really meaningful to you right now. What are you passionate about right now? What really excites you in life right now? The more I was accepted and encouraged by the people around me in this community, the more I was able to truly learn about myself, to go deeper into my desires, but not only that, I was able to see myself through the, the eyes of these people. These people who genuinely accepted me when I sometimes didn't accept me, who could see my talents and my strength, where I never saw those things, where I couldn't see that for myself. Because sometimes you're just too close to the situation. It's you. That's why soul searching is so hard. You've known yourself in one way for so long that it's hard to see yourself in a new light. 
But if you have people around you who already accept you and love you and see the light that's within you already, they can turn up their light and illuminate the fact that you are already shining at your brightest and you just need to see it. Step out of your own darkness. This is all about what Light Above Solitude is about. Step out of your own freaking darkness. Turn on the light so that you can see how beautiful you are in all your glory. Every aspect of yourself is beautifully and perfectly made. Other people can show you that. If you're in a community of belonging and people accept you, love you, and see the things in you that you can't see, you can learn through them about yourself. Each of our jobs is not to find a place where we fit in, to, to find a place where the people around you are your soul tribe. The people around you are willing to collaborate and accept. And it's your job to find those people in that place where you really belong. Because in the end, everyone in our community rises and grows together as a collective. I can almost bet my bottom dollar that somewhere in this planet, there is communities out there that are missing you and your natural talents. And that's the last key that they need <laughs> to really uplift everyone else in the community. So next time you think about that urge to fit in, that urge to wear a mask, to, to be introverted and not take that, that maybe scary, maybe vulnerable, vulnerable step out, of your darkness and start engaging with communities around you, just think about the fact that only you have your distinct set of skills. Nobody else in this world has the abilities that you have. So holding yourself back from yourself or the others in the community in which you belong is truly doing everyone a disservice and could potentially be harmful because we need you. We need your light, your unique light. Nobody else can shine it like you do. Whether you believe it or not, but your community is there to show you that you have those abilities. So if you don't already have a community that you belong to, or if you're looking for a new community, because I believe that each one of us can shine our light in so many different communities, I want to invite you to our free Luminaries community. I will leave a link to Luminaries in the show notes below, or you can find it at luminaries.lightabovesolitude.com. That's L-U-M-I-N-A-R-I-E-S lightabovesolitude.com. The doors to Luminaries just opened like a couple days ago, so the community is still being filled. It's a very intimate group right now. I would love for you to be a founding member of Luminaries and kick this off with us. Once you're in there, feel free to invite any other like-minded friends that you think can benefit from our little tribe as well. And when you're in there, you'll also see, um, the Light Aligned Society. The Society is actually the new name for the membership. It has all the same awesome member benefits. It just has a new name and a new. So if you would like to be part of the Society, you can also click the button to join. It's $14 a month or $140 a year, and you will get all the member bonuses from the previous membership. So you will get your motivational text messages throughout the week, a monthly intuitive pick a card reading, and any 
member bonuses that we throw out there. So we've had plenty of guests in the past give an extra freebie for our membership or, you know, workbooks, stuff like that. Any added content to these podcast episodes you will find in the society. The most important part is find a community where you belong, where you feel safe to be yourself, to explore yourself, and to uplift others, because that's what it's all about. We're so connected and disconnected in this life that we're looking for those really genuine, genuine connections, those genuine encounters and relationships. So find a place where you call home and find your soul tribe. But until next week, I love you so, so, so much. Bye. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Let me take this time to remind you, stop dimming your light. Stand brightly because the light is all around you. You do not need outside validation anymore. Embrace every aspect of you and start living truly authentic to your soul. Everything you want is in the light above solitude. If you love what you heard today and you feel called to support my work, you can now do so by buying me a coffee. A donation is never expected but always greatly appreciated by me and my pack. Your support keeps the content flowing and my platforms as ad-free as possible. So head over to lightabovesolitude.com support. While you're there, check out all the ways we can connect further with details on my monthly membership, motivational text messages, and links to all my socials. You can even drop me a voicemail by clicking the mic icon in the lower right-hand corner. Until next time, friends, I love you.